Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. It's the Fan Early Morning Show. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis, and this is The Wake Up Show. It's presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84lumber.com. Also, the time is 5.05. Get to Tom Fridays for juicy steaks, meats, and more. So the Pirates lost yesterday. That kind of breaks into their winning stretch that they had. Now only five wins in their last seven games. Ooh. Or six of their last eight, I mean, because they beat the Brewers... On Monday, but either way, rubber match of the series is today, game three at 12.35 this afternoon, and you can listen to that game over on 100.1 FM and AM 1020 KDK if you want to check it out. The Pirates kind of hot. It's coming into September, and some things going their way, which is uh, which is definitely good to see. Leover Peguero playing shortstop well, hitting well. Joshua Palacios breaking out and having a good August and now coming in and Doing pretty well to start September. So a lot of good things to see uh, from the Pirates. And some big news coming from the Pittsburgh Pirates yesterday. Ben Charrington spoke to the public, had a press conference, and talked for about 11 minutes and spent half that time talking about Paul Skeens. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you hear what Charrington had to say in particular about Paul Skeens, just the parts about Skeens, because uh, Skeens shut down for the season. He's been put on the developmental list, and he won't be back pitching at any level for the Pirates this season, which means that um, those rumors about Skeens pitching on the Major League roster this year, they've kind of dwindled down, but um, Charrington's comments yesterday really solidify the fact that he will not be pitching in the Majors this year. Um but with that, let's hear what uh, Charrington had to say about Skeens, about why the decision was made now to um, shut him down and put him on that list. And then after that, um, we'll react. And you can react to these comments as you listen to them at 412-928-9370. And you can also communicate with me on X at Callis underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S. All right, here's Charrington now on Pirates' number one overall draft pick this year, Paul Skeens. Hey, Bank, just tell us uh, what went into the decision to uh, put Paul on the development list. Yeah. I think, you know, over the course of yesterday, our, our pitching um, and development group, you know, as they would on most Mondays kind of assess the week and plan ahead. And um, as they got deeper into those conversations, they just, you know, made the recommendation that they looked at Paul like he's checked all the boxes that we uh, wanted him to check post-draft uh, as a as a pro in 2023 and 
just they just made the recommendation. Like, hey, this is this is good. We're good uh, for this year. Let's um, you know let's focus on a good, health, full off season and a full 2024. So made their recommendation. I got you know we got that recommendation from them you know later last night and uh, communicated with Paul today and simple as that. We just felt like he's um, checked the boxes that we wanted him to check you know uh, for this year. Uh, what was Paul's reaction when you had that discussion with him? I mean, I wasn't I wasn't directly on the phone with him. I think he's a competitor, you know. He he likes to be out there, but I think he understands the bigger picture here. Um, you know, we're talking about he was either going to be one more start or you know, like we weren't. It was going to be ending pretty soon anyway. And uh, you know, he he understands. We we had talked about it since we signed him. We had talked about working backward from April 2024 uh, and designing this in in uh, preparation for that. And this is just part of that, you know, putting him in the best possible position to um, get into his off-season training and, and be in a position to have a good uh, full 2024 season. But Ben, it's not because of a health concern? No, he's fine. Um, he's, he's healthy, strong, and um, we're looking forward to diving into the off-season with him and, and uh, watching him pitch a lot more in the, in the coming years. Ben, what are some of those boxes that he checked? I think, first of all, just simply like being experiencing affiliate Baseball, you know that the the schedule, the travel, the routine, um, check that box at, at you know two or three different levels. Um, there was some pitch design, um, working on a slightly different shape breaking ball, um, you know, working on a two seam a little bit more than he had towards the end, at least towards the end of LSU. Um, so there was some pitch design things, uh, experiencing both of uh, you know uh, four day rest and five day rest, kind of. Uh, Pitching uh, routine. Obviously, the pitch count was short. Um, uh, you know, just getting to 130 innings wherever he is. Like we don't. That's kind of a high mark for any minor league pitcher we'd have. And so, if you think about it that way, he's kind of at the top of, you know, where the work volume would be for any minor league pitcher. And so, we just felt like there just wasn't. Um, um, that that he had, and and, and I, I should say to clarify, like, you know. His circumstance is different than a pitcher who started spring training as a pirate in that in in terms of the things that we would hope to accomplish with him. He was just going to be a different case than uh, a pitcher who had you know been a pro all season and you know the boxes that a guy a different guy would need to check would be different for him. We felt like he checked those boxes. Because of the plan for him the rest of the regular season he's going to stay with the oh team. yeah he'll he'll stay with the team be a teammate and finish that season out and then uh, there'll be a transition. Um, you know, I, I don't know off the top of my head exactly every detail of where his offseason will be. I, th- I know that he'll spend some of it in Bradenton, I'm sure, and uh, we'll we'll get into that. But he'd be like you know any other starting pitcher, minor league starting pitcher. His offseason will track like that. And not to suggest there'd be anything reckless or anything, but you mentioned 130 innings, like. Do you anticipate there not being much restrictions in terms of like innings limits because of it in 2020? I mean, I think at that point, at 130, you know, if you if you build off that, you know, I think we're talking about you know pretty much a full pro season workload again, depending on him and how he responds. He's incredibly hard worker, obviously big, physical, strong. So um, you know, we'll, we'll be we believe he'll be equipped to handle the load of a, a full season. 
Ben, I know the team is, you know, thinking macro in regards to schemes, but, you know, he would have been slated to um, go up against Dylan Cruz, one, two, college teammates. Was there any temptation to allow him to have, you know, that one start and then shut him down, or was it, you know, based off the conversation you got on Mondays, it was pretty? I would really, really trust the recommendation of the staff that's closest to him, and um, I know, I'd, you know, probably some fans in Altoona and others disappointed that that matchup won't happen <laughs> right now, but. Um, I'm sure we'll see it in the big leagues, you know, at some someday, and that'll be exciting when it does happen there. And um, we just uh, trust the recommendation that was given to us. It feels like the right thing. Ben, he was on the TV broadcast last night. He was talking a little bit about not feeling. I, I hope I capture his comments right, but just taking longer to recover, feeling a little bit more. Did any of that had to do with this? Like you guys might have heard that and be like, let's reassess. It would be pretty, you know, pretty typical, pretty common for you know most pitchers this time of the year to feel that. You know, it's gonna, you know, you're not gonna recover the same way you do in February or March or whatever. So, not surprised he would say that. Um, I'm sure our staff in Altoona and the other people in our pitching group would have been aware of that too. Um, you know, that wasn't like a driver behind the decision or anything like that, but would be uh, pretty typical for a pitcher this time of year. All right, that was Pirates General Manager Ben Charrington on Paul Skeens in the um, the announcement that he will not be pitching again in 2023. Now, uh, if you want to call and weigh in, you want to call and react to that, you can, 412-928-9370. And again, you can communicate with me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Callas underscore 33, that's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. Now, my first reaction, when I read the quote at first, uh, it said, when the news broke, it said they're preparing for Skeens' first full professional year in 2024. And I was psyched because I was like, oh, my gosh, are they going to call him up to the majors right away? Ooh. And then I remembered shortly after that professional doesn't mean major leagues. It, it means anywhere between AA and AAA. And maybe even single A, too, some of the single A affiliates, right? His first full year of professional ball. All the minor leagues. What am I saying? Yeah, any minor leagues. So I was kinda was kinda bummed out by that at first. Um so yeah, that was kind of rough. Also, when I heard him say, I'm sure Paul understands the big picture, he's a competitor, but he understands the big picture. Eh, I'd like to see what he has to say about that. Because I'm not sure every individual player after a while is so much worried about the big picture as they are you know, performing well and showcasing their talents, whether that's to make the fans happy or whether that's to perform to increase their stock value and get big contracts, whatever that that case may be. I don't know if Skeens was ready to shut it down. I guess putting it in perspective, too, pitching in the College World Series the way he did, uh, maybe he's tired and maybe it's just, you know, good for everyone. I guess I could understand that um, to an extent as well. So I mean, there's just uh, – I don't know. I really wanted to see him pitch at least one major league inning this year. And maybe that was too much of a stretch. But so often – I mean, the Pirates have been doing so many things so conventionally over the last few, uh, few years. And uh, some part of me just wants them to do something – that uh, that is unconventional. Do something crazy. Take a risk. You know, let him pitch in the majors this year. Why not? You just drafted him. 
do something that nobody else has done before. Let him showcase his talents to the to the Pirates. Maybe he does well, maybe he doesn't, but seeing him up here for an inning or two, at least once, I was really, really hoping for. Now, speaking of him pitching in the World Series as well, I mean, Charrington said it. There's no injury. Paul Skeens is fine. They're not putting him on the development list because he's hurt, which is a good sign. I don't know. I just wanted to, I wanted to see a little bit more. I wanted to see something else. Maybe make one more start to kind of give him more good starts than not. And I mean, Charrington talks about that all the time too. He talks about checking the boxes, right? And that's that's fair. I mean, that's a fair point. Okay, he checked all of our boxes that we that we wanted him to check this year. So we'll move into next year uh, and prepare him in the off season for his first full professional year. Which maybe he'll gain. More of a workload. I want to see him pitch by May of 2024, and that might be a stretch now. Just sometimes that's that's off-putting to me when I hear all this, though, that the Pirates continue to manage the team in a in a conventional manner. Let's you know over. Let's hold the minor league prospects down. You know, over when they. Typically would come up. Let's worry about Super 2 a lot of the times it seems like. And that just hasn't really, it hasn't worked so much in recent years. And the Pirates are known for doing that as well, being a conservative team. Like, this isn't just a Charrington regime. It seems like most of the time when they have prospects, they are they are held in the minors for a significant amount of time. And I don't want to see that with Paul Skeens. I want a little bit of an unconventional approach to Skeens here moving forward. I mean, the dude's dominant. He's been dominant in college. He had a bounce-back start in AA after struggling in his first. He had several dominant starts at the single-A level. So this is a this is a time where I want to see him coming up. I mean, ideally, I want to see him in May. That's just me. That's not reality. I'm just telling you what I want uh, to see. And again, it's just there's been so many... Conventional moves made by this team uh, in recent years, and I want them to do something that is not conventional. Take a risk. Bring him up. Let him see what he can do in the majors. Now, again, that's not going to happen this year. That's been confirmed. Just listen to Ben Charrington's comments. Uh, He had a press conference uh, for about 12 minutes yesterday, and he spent half that time addressing questions about Paul Skeens. Skeens checked all the boxes. He's not going to pitch again this year. Love to see him in the majors next season and not just you know throw away innings in September, especially if the team's out of it. Love to see Skeens in there and be a, a, an integral piece of a, of a rotation that hopefully gets better as well with next season, when next season comes around. But I want to see I want to see them sooner than later. I want to see them do something that they haven't done before. And right now they're they did kind of push him through into double A, which is good. He struggled in that first start in double A, so I mean there's that to consider. And I hope they don't use that to say, oh, he's not ready. I mean, that's the one thing too. I mean, we talked about that before, but it's real now considering that they've made a decision on how much more he's going to pitch this season, which is not at all. I'm really, really hoping the Pirates don't use that first double-A start as an excuse to not bring him to the majors 
sooner than later. Because again, they got, I, I just, I'm going to say it over and over again. He's, they've got to take a risk. Take a risk. The other, the other developmental ways that you've gone about setting up the Pirates, they haven't worked very well in the last few years. I say, try something else then. Try a new approach. You've got the best pitcher you could have gotten out of the draft. Take a different approach to him. You say he's a competitor. I'd love to hear his comments, too. I hope we hear from Skeens at some point soon. Um, we don't have audio of him talking at all, but um, if he were to talk to the media, I'd love to see what he would like to say about the situation. Because Charrington said it himself, too. Charrington said that Skeens is a competitor. I think he understands the big picture. I don't know how much players really do understand the, quote, big picture. And I don't know what the big picture means. Are we talking big picture of his personal career or the big picture of the Pirates? Because I don't know how concerned players are much of the time with the team's big picture. I think the players want to get to the majors as soon as they can and showcase their talents. And normally I wouldn't say this about many players. I do believe minor league development's important, but Skeens just seems different. And I hope they take a less traditional road with him as he develops. If you get a few starts in double-A, a few starts in triple-A in April, early May, bring him up by mid-May. Or at some point, even late May in the future, uh, next year. That would make me happy. But uh, yeah, I hope, they don't, I, don't, I hope they don't overdo it in the minors. That would make me unhappy. Especially if it uh, hindered how... Uh, how he performed or if him being in the minors prevented him from getting quality starts or quality appearances in the majors that could contribute to the Pirates winning games. But then again, too, there's a whole offseason where the Pirates have the opportunity to make moves. And maybe they could solidify more spots in the pitching rotation where Skeens wouldn't really feel needed until maybe June or July, which I would be fine with, but we haven't seen that yet. And maybe the offense will get better with the offseason with some acquisitions. We just don't know that element of it either, I guess, as well. But that being said, I want to see some of the young guys. I still do. At the end of the day, I want to see them sometime next season really get consistent appearances and contribute to a winning baseball team in Pittsburgh with the Pirates. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is the Fan Early Morning Show. If you want to call and you want to react to any of those comments by Ben Charrington or react to my reaction, you can at 412-928-9370. You can also hit me up on X. That's at Callis underscore 33, C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. I'm going to take a break, and when I come back, I'll talk a little bit more about the Pirates. You can also talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers because they've got a game on Sunday. And there's an injury on the 49ers, or not an injury, uh, more of a contract dispute on the San Francisco 49ers that needs to be dealt with by today. We'll talk about that next. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. It's Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 93.7, The Fan. It's The Fan Early Morning Show. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Summer is here. Come check out Trailblazer, Equinox, and the all-new redesigned 2024 tracks. You can also check them out online at sunchevy.com. Today, high of 92, low of 70. Clear skies all throughout the day. But tomorrow it's going to cool off a bit, and I suspect that's because of the rain in the forecast. 40% chance of rain, high of 81, low of 70. That's fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Got a tweet, or an X post, whatever you call it. Adam Crowley! <laughs> Loves tapping me on the shoulder at least once a morning when I'm doing this show. Good to see him. Uh, but I got a tweet from Steve, or an X post, as uh, they're known as now. Steve says, uh, the Pirates' way is now the unconventional way, in my opinion. Other teams bring kids up at 20 to 21 years old, for good or bad. The Pirates seem to be the only team that don't take the shot. Don't take that shot. Yeah. No, I hear you, Steve. Um, and I can agree to an ex- uh, agree to an extent. The unconventional way um, is what the Pirates are doing now. It seems like teams are taking risks on certain players. Uh, to come up and perform and help them win. I mean, the White Sox we just saw um, commit, I think, 70 or $80 million over seven to eight years to Luis Robert, and when they signed him to that extension, he had not yet played a Major League Baseball game. They're putting faith, and, and they're, they're backing it up with money uh, in Luis Robert. I think that that's kind of crazy, but the fact that that's kind of the trend is kind of the point here. Now, I don't think, and I'm fine with it too. I mean, the bringing Skeens up this year as a, um, you know, was bringing Skeens up this year was a, a dream. It was a pipe dream. Was it really going to happen? The fact that there was speculation kind of got us all excited. I never expected him to, and I don't expect the Pirates or any organization to bring up a guy the year that they drafted him. It was just kind of fun to think about it that way. But, that wasn't the expectation. But to Steve's point, and similarly, I, I uh, agree that you know after they're they're drafted and they play in, in you know an A ball, and or maybe they do what Skeens did and kind of push through the minor leagues quickly in their first professional year, not full year, but the, you know the first year that they've pitched in professional ball or played in professional ball, that. You know, they come through, and by that second year, there's really got to be a push for the major leagues. Like, once they've had a taste of of low minor league ball the year that they were drafted, like, then it's got to be more, you know, more of a consideration to bring them up. And a lot of teams do that. A lot of teams consider that. And, you know, you see it. It doesn't always work, but at least it's exciting. And at least you feel like... Your organization is is really pushing the gas pedal down 
to make winning happen. I mean, we've seen disappointments, and it hasn't worked for every team, but what the Pirates have been doing recently also hasn't been working. So I'd rather have exciting young players coming up um, you know, and pushing that throttle to to win and to, and to make the effort to win than to sit back conservatively and continue to lose with the, you know, d- doing something that'll get you the same result, you know. So that's my opinion on the on that. Now, um, transitioning to the Steelers a little bit in the last three minutes that I have to talk to you, uh, Bosa still has not signed. There's no news about him uh, signing with the San Francisco 49ers, but something humbled me about what Tomlin said over the last couple days, and it became a headline. Tomlin says we have to prepare as if he's going to play. We can't sit back and assume that he's not he's not going to be there because, you know, assuming that if they don't prepare properly that Bosa could very well sign, and then what do the Steelers do then? I mean, maybe – I don't think this is a tactical ploy by the 49ers – but just in case, I mean, yeah, no, prepare as if he's going to play. And I, I talk about Tomlin, and I talk about, you know, a fresh face might have been necessary, especially if the Steelers had a losing season or continued to struggle. Um, and I meant that when I said that, but there are also just some ways that Tomlin handles the team and handles the mentality that you should have that I enjoy. I, I like the fact that when being asked about Bosa, Tomlin makes it clear, no, we're going to prepare as if he's playing. And that's the right approach to have, you know, not to be, not to be lazy about it, not to say, oh, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna prepare that way. We'll prepare a bunch of different schemes. No, they're gonna prepare as if Bose is gonna play, and they're gonna prepare to attack him, and then maybe make adjustments as necessary, or maybe their preparation for Bosa will make it a little easier uh, if he doesn't play come Sunday. Well, that's just one of the things that I've always been fond of with Tomlin, and it was just reinforced there that you know Tomlin really focuses on um, the stuff that matters. Now he doesn't tell us a lot of things ever, really, and that you know it's not necessarily his job to reveal everything about his plans or his personnel, and I can understand that. But just for him to, you know, just for him to to come back down to earth and say, no, we're going to prepare. As if Bose is playing, it just reminded me, like, okay, you know, he's he's got his head in the right place. Tomlin usually has his head in the right place. He doesn't always communicate with us the best, and that frustrates us when the team's losing and he's still not giving us answers. But then again, he hasn't had a losing season as the head coach of the Steelers, and he just always seems to mentally be in the right place for the most part. He's always focused on the right things and he's not really ever entertaining you know questions or topics that don't matter to the the team that's on the roster and and to contribute to winning and again that's something to respect and that's something to pay attention to because I think it's still important especially if they're if they're winning I know it's frustrating when they're not winning but um, for the most part I like where Tomlin's mind is at Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 